What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, ladies, how y'all feel? Fellas, y'all all right? This is Real Reality Realness. I'm Brian K. James, and I want to thank you guys for joining the conversation. I am so excited to introduce you guys to my guests, my guests today. They're cast members as well as producers of the reality series on the on the rise Houston, returning for their third season tonight, September 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern on On The Rise Reality YouTube channel, and I am honored to share their story with you guys. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me and Dwayne and Trap Carter. Hello, hi. That was an introduction. That was definitely an introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate you guys for being here. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing well. It's early Same for here. us, but I'm doing well. <laughs> Same here. Same I, here. I appreciate that so much. How has 2023 been treating you guys so far? Ooh, child. <laughs> 2023 is a learning experience. I would have to agree. It is a learning experience. I, I third that. It's definitely been a year of learning for me as well. Intense learning. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what do you, tell me about it. Sweet intensive. What are you guys hoping to accomplish by the end of the year that you haven't already? Ooh. By the end of this year, I want to, for me, myself, um, I want to go ahead and accomplish putting out another album, another EP by the end of the year. By saying that, you just okay. really have to do that. Yeah, now we got to hold you to it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Trap? Yeah, I'm sorry. Say that again. What are you hoping to accomplish by the end of the year that you haven't gotten done already? Um, honestly, for me to accomplish by the end of the year, um, I've really been trying to do a lot of, you know, self-awareness, make myself aware of certain things that I do. Um, and I've been seeing myself losing a lot of friends this year. So I've been trying to do some, you know, self-reflecting and trying to see... Uh, take accountability for my actions a little bit more than what I normally do. So that's something I've been, you know, working on, trying to make sure that I work out throughout the year. And 
by the end of the year, hopefully I will be somewhere in a space where, you know, I can forgive, but never forget and take accountability for what I've done too. I have a feeling we're going to get into that a little bit later. <laughs> what? A lot of this is outside of the show, too, so. And on. Okay, good. And on. <laughs> well, actually, nobody on the show. Let's get that. Well, we'll get into that. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll definitely get into that. But first, I want the guys and and the people watching this well, well, listening to the show to get to know you guys a little bit. So for the people who don't know, who, who have not seen the show yet, because after this, I'm sure they're tuning in, formally introduce yourselves to my audience. Um, well, I would go first. Um, I'm Trap Carter. That's my signature. I'm a rapper, writer. Um, I do a lot of poetry, just like writing in general. Um, I, th- I would like to think that a lot of people might misconstrue me or get me misunderstood thinking that I'm very mean, but I'm very outspoken. I'm kind-hearted at the same time, but I'm going to say what's on my mind, whether you like it or not. And a lot of people get offended by that because I don't tiptoe around nobody. I'm, I'm me, 100% at all times. And I think if you want somebody to be real with you 100% and, you know, give you the truth, that's me. If you want somebody to be the yes man for you, then I'm not the bitch for you. I'm sorry. I'm just, I can never be there for nobody. Very nice. Um, For me, um, I sing, I write music. Um, Music is my life. Music is my heart. Music is my soul. and on the show, I can tell you, for me, I am, I try to be the people pleaser, but it don't turn out that way. For some reason, it always backfires. Because they people think I, I can't be trusted and they think I'm messy or whatever. Oh, okay. Okay. So where are you guys from and how does your hometown influence the person that you are today? Oh, that is a good question. That's a great question, but I'm from Houston, Texas. I feel, I feel like everybody, we are the new, like, Black Hollywood, almost. We out here in Houston, it's very diverse. Um, you can catch a lot of, a lot of different scenes out here in Houston. Um, how does it influence me to where I'm at today? It's just very diverse. It's nothing that you really can't find in Houston that you can find anywhere else. You can find almost every culture. Um, almost everything in Houston is here. Like, probably far out. We spread it out. Like, But everything is out here. So I think that's what, um, you know, a lot of people move to different cities for, you know, stars and um, to, uh, to chase a career or something. I feel like here in Houston, you can do all of that. I agree, and I'm from Houston as well. Um, and I'm influenced because I've stayed on both. I've stayed on the north side. I've stayed on the south side. I got a little hood in me. I got a little holy in me. So it, it all plays a part in who I am. We love the balance of ratchetness and righteousness. We Good appreciate point. that. <laughs> And I love seeing people on a reality show set in a certain city that are actually from that city. I think we've gotten a little too used to people just flying into cities. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Akbar V. I, 
you flew here and I grew here. Very yeah, right. that. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I love seeing that. Um were how supportive were your families in your dreams growing up? Like were they like your your you know great support system? Were they your village or what or did you find yourselves having to be your own cheerleader when it came to the things that you wanted to do with your life? I would go with, I was like 50-50. I would say about 50-50 because honestly, growing up, you know, being a gay male growing up, um, most black families don't accept that from a child at that age. So it's like, I, I like to play sports. I'm not going to say I didn't. I, I like playing football. That was one of my favorite things to do. But there was like still pushed upon like the males in our family. Like you had to play sports. You had to do this. Um, I like to dance too. But when they like shy away from supporting the dance part of that. So I would say like 50-50. But my mom is definitely a great support to me. Um, my brother, my sisters. They've been a great support, but I would say like 50-50 because it was like you was forced to do, I'm not going to say so much a forced, but it was like you was, they wanted you to be a certain way, you know, as a young boy, um, besides what you really wanted to do. Yeah, same here. For me, I was pushed upon because my brother played football. I had to play football. I hated it because number one, I don't like people yelling at me. That is a trigger. And you know, football, football coaches like the yell. And I didn't like that. Um, and from and when it came to the support, my mom supported me. My family supported me, but I felt like I needed that push. It was the type of support where if I didn't bring it up, they wouldn't bring it up. Right. Mm. I needed. Yeah. I, I totally relate to that. Totally like, I wish my family wouldn't let me be a ballerina, but they wouldn't let me be one. What you want to do? Twirl. Very that. Yes, I, yeah, you know, I like to twirl my baton. I, that was something I self-taught myself, you know. But they wouldn't let me be in no band. They wouldn't let me march with no baton. But they probably came out there with a bill. What your ass doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, how did that level of support impact your current ambition to succeed? I think oh, it pushes me, us all. Because, oh, go ahead, Reggie. I'm sorry. I think I think it pushes us. Um, for right. me, because it pushed me. Like when somebody tells me no, I don't close, or somebody's like they don't believe in me, or I don't see. You can tell when you're doing something and somebody don't really support it, but they just that because they feel like they're supposed to be. Right. That, pushed, that pushed me. I think, right, that's what, you know, fuel the energy in you to go, you know, to strive even more for this goal that you're trying to achieve. Um, and that's for me, too, as well. It's like you get so you get used to so many no's or you can't do this or you can't do this. So it's like I'm going to show you that I can. So I think that's what drives me to keep going. I'm really, like, optimistic about a lot of things. Like, you can look at the bad side of it and be like, ah, uh, I'm going to look at the good part of it. Like, some people might say the cup is half full. Some might look at it as half empty, you know? So that's just how I am. Like, I'm going to look at the bright side of things to keep going. And with me knowing the type of people I had growing up around me, I want to show them that it's way more than Houston and it's way more than which I think it is. And you can be successful in those type of spaces as well and not be judged by your people. Absolutely. Well, leaning into what you guys are doing now, this is my, you know, uh, brown sugar question. When did you guys fall in love with reality TV? 
I've been watching reality. I've, well, let me take the bet because I'll be lying. I barely watch TV, but I do like reality shows, and I feel like, um, you know, I, I like the status of it, I like, especially when it's authentic. I don't like nothing forced, um, but I like the status of it because you kind of get to really know a person. You can start, you know, relating to some of them, and you kind of find like yourself being like one of them characters, like, oh, bitch, I, that's me. You know how you be like, bitch, I'm me, me. So. Yes. Gorgeous. And she still looks the exact same. Exactly. The exact same. All day long. And I think that's why people were able to, you know, resonate with her. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I think people were easily able to relate to her. But then Mm -hmm. that was kind of the course of reality TV. People casted people who they wanted the audience to relate to versus now they, they cast people who they want the audience to aspire to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you don't really have those starting from the bottom people no more. Right. Yeah, I think probably Jersey Shore was the last one that was really like, oh, just regular ass people don't mm-hmm. on TV and let's see no what money, you know, You're absolutely know. right. Well, we don't we don't know them from anywhere else. Like. Mm-hmm. So. Before we get into this current reality show on the rise, Houston season three airing tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, um, have you guys had experience with doing reality TV prior to being on this show specifically? Well, not so much of reality TV for me. I've done like background work and writing, um, like in scripts, like plays and things of that nature, but not up front in the camera for reality TV. Yeah, not me either. My main focus was music before doing this. Okay. So what went into the decision of creating this show? Like, how did this moment happen for you guys? What was that moment like? So, it was, for years, I had been saying, I want to do, like, begging my friends, let's film a show together, like we, we are, every time we together, people telling me, oh, you need to be on reality TV, you need to do this. And I'm like, mm-mm, or whatever. And then I started, I was like, let me, let me give it a try. And I begged friends for years, years, years. And then finally I got with the right group of friends. We went on a trip to Atlanta and we were all together in the house and I pitched it to them and they were like, okay, when we get back to Houston, we'll give it a try. And that's how it started. We gave it a try and didn't know what we were doing. Everything this has been trial and error since season one. Um, but man, just to see us start from having no followers, nobody believing, so people actually just waiting, like, when are y'all coming? Where y'all at? Yeah. For me, I was asked, um, Reggie, this is Reggie Creation. This was his own idea. And um, they was doing the show and I was asked to come a part of it, like um, mid-season, I think, of season one. 
and I was asked to um, be a part of it. And I was like, why not? That's around the time I just really started focusing real, real hard on music and trying to like pursue a music career. And I was like, why not? Let's do it. And then I just, I, I found myself having a passion for like production, and, um, you know, like storytelling and getting things done. So I, I fell in love with it and I've been here ever since. Very nice. We love to see it. Now, in the spirit of Shawnee O'Neal and her return to the basketball wise, what went into you guys' decision to be producers as well as cast on the show? As producers, what 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 convinced you guys to come on camera? I hate it, but I love it at the same time, to be honest. Oh, yes, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, but I love it. Um, and I would say for me, uh, what made me, well, I was thankful for Reggie giving me the opportunity to be a producer on the show. Um, he saw how much I really cared and the passion I really had about it. And, um, you know, when you're doing this, it's it's kind of hard because it, it makes you play a role to where you kind of have to be messy at times and... You know, it's a show, so it's kind of really hard being a cast member and a producer because you and I always be projected as messy. Um, all you doing is, with, at the same time, we're producing a show. So, and really trying to get outside people to do, you know, to live out your dream or what you really want is kind of hard because those people don't have the same passion that you have for your own craft. And we had like money grab issues and all type of things going on when we tried to get like outside producers and things of that nature to help out with it. It was just a lot of chaos and mess. So it made us step up and have to do it ourselves. Yes, and mm. with us being cast members and EPs, it's good, the good part about us being cast members and EPs for the good part is literally, we know what needs to be done in that moment. We know how to pep talk them if we getting along with them at the moment. But unfortunately, nothing is fake on our show. Right. We get along. We get along. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, nothing is fake. I, sometimes I wish stuff was fake and scripted because sometimes it goes way too far. But you know, we here. Okay. So, as producers who are cast members, talk to me about that balance y'all y'all i'm touched on it a little bit but like talk to me about that balance and like balancing being the producers as well as being you know in the mix with the cast do you find it more beneficial for you guys being producers and cast or do you have days where you're like i just wish i was cast i just wish i was producing like how how's that feel out for you guys it's on and off for me. I have those moments where I'm like, I don't want to be a producer. I want to be able to sit here, film a show, and go home and not worry about what the back stuff. I have those moments. But then the other moments I have is like, well, if I wasn't a producer, X, Y, and Z might not get done. And mm-hmm. us as producers, we bump heads. We bump heads. Yeah, we bump heads. I didn't quit I didn't quit so many times. I think I didn't quit the most out of everybody here. And the issue with you and Rolly, I swear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who it is. <laughs> that's exactly. I, I, I might be Rolly, right? <laughs> that's who, that's who quit every season and then pop back up in the audition. 
every season I quit. Literally every season. Every season I literally quit. <laughs> for me though, trying to find that balance is I really do, and I honestly like. I think we be fair for the most part, and I think a lot of people think we don't try to be fair, but we really do try to be fair because there's a lot of stuff that I didn't hear said about me seeing that I'd be like, oh, but we still keep it in there, you know, uh, but we'll still keep it going. Um, there's a lot of times where I, I, we want to be like, fuck you, but I hear it out. And, you know, like we, we take a lot from this cast because they feel like we, one, they feel like we pick sides and we try our best not to pick sides um some people we are really what we were really friends with like before even the show and some of y'all we just not getting to know um so they feel like we picking sides or we doing things of that nature which we really try not to do we it's an open door policy whatever you don't want said or done don't say it don't do it because it won't be you know put out there but if you start saying shit and doing shit then it's our job to storytell on that and produce on that, and then they get mad. Yeah, right. Um, another thing that comes an issue is when the fact that us as producers, different castmates at different times come to us with questions, concerns, or just events about something or whatever. And me, I think I fall into the trap of I'll just listen and I'll just be like, mm-hmm. and so they think I agree with them. And then we get on camera, they can like, you you said and I'm like, no, 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 that ain't what I said. <laughs> Reggie be doing you a little agreeing, though. He don't want to admit that. He do be doing a little agreeing and then it changes like bitch. <laughs> but but I would be so something I- when we don't like we'll talk about production stuff off camera. And mm-hmm. then somehow it makes it two camera between us two, and then that's where we get issues. That's a perfect segue into my next my next two questions because while we're on the cast, how often does that happen where you find yourself do you find yourself kind of like listening to the cast as producers and sort of appeasing them and being like, you know, just to get them to like calm down, go with the flow, get back to the scene, chill out, you know, whatever. And does that get misconstrued into you actually like being on their side? Like, like how often does that line bleed? As, it bleeds every as, time. As producer thinks. That's for Reggie. That's for Reggie. Trap doesn't care. Trap be like, I don't care. Never. I would tell you, fuck you in a minute. I don't care. I'm uh, especially right if it's something that. Reggie ran behind him. I'd be like, fuck him. Let's keep going. But I would, I would, oh. I would come back a little bit and I would try to understand. But see, a lot of their problems is it can be problems that be that can be addressed at the beginning of it or head on. They'll wait months. They'll, you know, they'll start doing shit like throwing subs and stuff. And it being a problem that something they could have been been discussed or something they could have been talked about. And me, if you had a problem linger on like that, fuck you. I don't. That's your problem. I'm good. Let's. Let's keep moving. Yeah, you have a lot of them that leave a scene. We film. They leave a scene. They go home. They sleep on it. Didn't wake up. I don't like how they did it. What? Yes, it's a lot of that. I don't like this. I feel set up. And it'd be so crazy with the setups. It's like um, you should be the ninth person to feel set up because you knew. You know, it's like it's just crazy. <laughs> like they'd be like, yeah, yeah. I feel like you set me up. What? Bitch, huh? <laughs> so which dynamic do you feel be, 
between the two of y'all works best when interacting with the cast do you feel it's best to be the empathetic one and to listen and like have the open door policy with them or do you feel it's best to just stand 10 toes down to be like well we cast first but but i produce what we do on this camera i would say that with us if it's something like really personal if you convincing to us about something really personal or you know just something that's just really off limits and don't want nobody talking about we're not bringing that up we we don't we're not trying to destroy nobody's lives and make nobody feel a certain type of way. Now, if you come and talking shit about somebody else on this show, or da 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 I'm going to tell you, I, I like to tell everybody, if you say it in front of me, trust me, I'm going back and repeat it. And don't, <laughs> and, 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 yes, and another thing is don't ask us, come to us, venting to us about something you don't want said on the show, or you don't want da da da, but then you go and you talk about it on camera. You bring it up. Right! Right! Yeah. That's the biggest one. Don't be sitting up here talking about them. <laughs> right, I'll be sending it. So like, do you guys feel like, provoked? So do you guys feel provoked to like call it out on camera when you see a cast member? Well, not to say that this has happened, but just in the event that this may have happened, that somebody will like come and talk half shit about, about, about a cast member to you in private, but then they're all, you know, cool buddy buddy with them on camera. Do you feel the need to be like, but what is, but what is this? Trump, Watch the show. That's a question for you. Watch the show. <laughs> Season three airs tonight on the Rise Reality YouTube channel, 9 p.m. Eastern. I would touch on it a little bit. Um, we do have cast members who will say shit about other cast members. And when they see this cast member it's like a whole different change it's a different story or oh, i didn't mean it that way or i didn't say it that way uh, usually i i'm calling you out on it like that that she said this or if you come back and tell me something that i know you said about a cast member then you get to acting like oh i don't know this i would say it right then and there in front of like what well, do you say this a lot of people call me messy for that but it's the same Goes back to what I say. We are producing the show. I mean, Cause and that's just me. That try to, you have some of them, excuse me, that try to take, um, like before they know what they said and before off camera and they with somebody else and they want to get to the person and explain it before it comes up on camera. Right. Mm. Come on, story producer. Right. Um, how do you guys determine the difference? And these are all just like as producer questions. How do you determine the difference be- between somebody just venting to you behind the scenes and truly just talking shit and being fake on camera? Where's that line at? I can say you know how they come to you. Like, um, if it's like if they trying to, like I say this, we have a cast, we have a few cast members who really don't want like certain things uh, to be said uh, about them or looked a certain way. And we keep telling them that we can't, we can't help how you're gonna look on camera if you said something or how you gonna do that. We, we can't make you look a certain way based off of what you said. So we basically have to like try to, you know, babyfy them or give them a little pep talk. Uh, if they if they basically like scared of something that we'd be like, you can talk about this on camera, child. It ain't that big of a deal. Nobody's gonna look at you like this. Only how you 
put it out there is how they, they perceive it, you know. Um, some people just want to show the glamorous things on camera, don't want to show like every other person or, like or they realize on camera or let their of. Um, and it's like, okay, what are you here for? Yeah, and then the, the cipher and the two, it can be difficult, but at the same time, once you once they get in front of them cameras, they just, I feel like with me, I'm looking at them and they decide how that's gonna go. Depending right. on what you're doing and what you're saying, depending on how we have to bring it out or if we gonna bring it out. Right, we do give that opportunity. That's one thing I would say. We do give you the opportunity to stand on your 10 and to say what you feel, how you feel, or if you want to address somebody but if you get the tip torn around the room and don't want to say nothing one of us or it's another it's a few others too that will pull it out of you with like, mm-hmm. we don't like that ain't what you said right how long is that grace period um a couple how of long things. Is it, 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 it ain't too long with me <laughs> it's never like too long, long. With it's, it's not like, if you <laughs> sit down Hey everybody, and then boom, and I'm like, huh? Hey everybody, y'all like her? <laughs> <laughs> I was just surprised. Yeah. Just a moment. By ago, the next time, time you were on camera with that person, <laughs> right? You have a lot, but you have a lot of people that do that. Just wanna, you know, be here for I guess the fun moments. I don't know, and don't mm-hmm. want what they said to come back. And a lot like, of times, I think people forget the cameras are always rolling. A lot. Even when we just sit in there and we really not hear nothing, cameras are still rolling, and they'll forget. They'll be like, I didn't say this. Uh, yeah, or yeah. hot mics. They'll forget they still oh. mic'd up. And they'll be That's talking. Court, man. I shared more this yeah. year than I even did. I didn't even knew I said it. I was like, I said it. Right. Ooh. I'm gonna have to sit down with my mama before that comes on. So a lot of people forget about <laughs> That's me, because I was supposed to be doing a show this year and life happened, so I ended up not being able to finish it. But I but I told the producers up front, I was like, this is gonna be my problem. I'm an oh I just get to talking and so mm-hmm. I don't know what what I'm gonna say. What's gonna happen? I, I'll stand behind all of it, but y'all might hear some crazy shit come out my mouth. So be prepared. What is your sign? Virgo. What? There you went proud. I'm a Virgo too. Uh-huh. See, that's hey. why you because you go crazy shit might come out your mouth, but you go stand on it, and that's me. Stand on it. Can't nobody judge you for nothing you stand on. If you take accountability of you own up to whatever it is, nobody can judge you or use that against you. But if you start running around and lying and shit, then that's when it become a big story and we finna talk about it. Every time Trap up his mouth, as say a word, every time Trap up with his mouth, I'll be like, where is this about to go? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's- I've definitely had that experience where like, Folks will ask me a question, and then the rest of the room will be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Where is this about to? Okay. <laughs> Brace yourselves, children. I'm going to be like, okay, so let's talk about this. Because I want to know. And I'm pretty sure the people want to know, too. The people going to be wanting to yeah. talk about us. It's going to have to be addressed at some point. We can't handle everything at the reading. I'm just saying. That part. And then people... And- 
be scared to come to the reunion because of trash. People be scared yeah. to shut their because of me. As soon as I get into it, people, people don't want to come no more. People don't want to. But one thing I can say, this is my third season around. I probably have did a lot of screaming, jumping, and pointing, and cussing. I have never touched anybody. So I can hold my composure. Was that shame? That's big uh, Virgo uh, shit. That's big Virgo shit. Because I would say the exact same thing. I will cuss you the fuck out, throw a bottle at the wall, not you, flip a table. But I'll never touch you, though. Unfortunately, I'm a Sagittarius, and we touch. Well, I'll never touch you first. <laughs> right. There we go. See, I will never. That's, that's amazing. Well, it depends on how close you get in my space. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It's here. I've been very dreary. Now, if I, I, I can smell your breath, you are too close. Too close. Fuck I'm not. You're going to get touched. It's very Let bad. I have never, so they get mad and they say, you know, I take it too far sometimes. And I I have a lot of, you know, you take it I'm too passionate far. and I speak very aggressive. I don't mean to be, you know, like passive aggressive with it, but I, I'm i strong with what I say. And like, and people take that the wrong way. They get like, oh, I'm scared he's got Because I might threaten you to touch you. I might say, bitch, I slapped the fuck out of you. Or, bitch, next time I see you, I got you. I might say, say certain things, but... If you don't give me a real reason to like touch you, I'm not gonna touch you, child. I know how to use my words. I can argue. I'm argumentative. Everybody tell you that. Like I know how to argue. I can sit right here and argue with you all day long. Just don't touch me, and I won't touch you. Don't touch me. Uh, we good. We can argue all day long, but you ain't got to worry about me touching you if you don't touch me. Big Virgo shit. I love that for us. <laughs> I love that. Um. Now you mentioned. People think you may take it too far, Trap. Mm-hmm. Now, being that y'all show is on YouTube, and there's this rise of the internet reality show with the new streamers, Zeus, now that's TV, uh, of these online networks. How far is too far nowadays? Because I just saw the new episode of that. How far is too far? Uh, I would say too far for me would be the physical, like once it started getting physical, that's like, because I don't know how to do no fake fighting. I'm be honest with you. I don't know how to fight and then we'd be back cool. Like it was, we get to the physical right. point with me, we I, I probably get kicked off of one of those shows because we're fighting every five seconds. Every time I see you, it's a fight. Every time I get close to you, it's I'm going fight. to touch you. Like there ain't no way we can resolve that, come back from that. So once you touch me, it's like, I feel like that's too far. And I feel like certain personal things are too far too. Like if you know um, the mamas, kids, outlets, that's too far, that's off limits. We can talk about each other. Once you start bringing in family members and other things, I just feel like that's just below the belt. I agree. Your thoughts, Reg? Um, he went out because he out so far. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> what y'all said was too far. I did. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was he was like, why I keep it real Zeus over here, bitch? I don't know what y'all was talking about. Reggie. <laughs> now, Reggie, know how to. Reggie, no. I will say that about Reggie, though. He do. He have that, you know, fair line, that gray line. of me for me to. Right. And I will say that. Rich can only argue for so long. After that, yeah. it's 
what we're about to do. Are we about to get physical? Right. <laughs> See, I agree with that though, because it's like there's only so many times we can go around this gambit. Like, like, like. So, are we resolving this? Are we squaring up? Like, what are we doing? Because we can only call each other bitches and hoes for so long. Yeah. Right. You know we start off the season that way. Me and Trap, we were not getting along when the season first started. We didn't. We didn't get along. We had okay. Because I'm like, what's the only thing that don't mind? I'm going to tell you the truth on this. The reason why we get bump heads, I'm one of the only few that don't mind coming for Reggie. Some of these people to tour around Reggie because he wears his producer hat. I don't give a fuck about that hat. You're a cast member too. That was going to be one of my next questions. Do you find that your interactions with the cast members come off a bit skewed or like people are a little trepidatious to get into it with you? Or do you feel people kiss your ass more because you're producers? I don't think people kiss How many times they have I ran up on this year? They kiss his ass. No, you, I'm going to say it's some. Very few of us that don't mind coming for him. I'm going back at it with him. But for the majority, they kiss his ass. I only know one that kissed my ass, and I don't even like it. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> I am dead. <laughs> and that one be kissing a lot. Like that one excuse everything Reggie doing. It's been us oh, going to be discussed. Don't trust me. Oh, I don't know if he's going to excuse everything that's coming. I don't know if he's going to excuse me. I'm pissy. Not some confessional. On the Rise Houston, airing 9 p.m. tonight on on the on, on the Rise Reality YouTube channel. <laughs> now, before we get into this season, I, I keep bringing up Zeus and like now that's TV and then for a reason. How do you guys feel? Because I have been on the internet reality shows for a minute. Like, I go back all the way to the early Chasing shows, yes. Gemini films. Like, I go back to the very beginning of the internet YouTube reality shows. How do you guys feel that the progression of this genre is going now with the independent network starting to pop up? Do you feel like that's better for the YouTube shows or do you feel like it's taking away from? I feel like, like it depends on the audience. Mm because those the, the zoos and the now that's TV if you want that ratchet beat up dog you like bloodshedding unnecessary forced to fight stuff I wouldn't be able to go on that show over there I can honest. go on there I would murder somebody I right yeah. I have a case pending I would literally have a case pending in somebody's county um yeah I can go on that show but when it comes to the YouTube shows I feel like it's all we, we tr- we're more classy. We try to keep it classy at the same time. You get you get the drama, you get the altercation, but you get the classiness instead of just raunchy, just straight up. Oh, I want to be fighting all the time. Yeah, just, you get to see how you get to see what we're working towards, what we're doing, a business friendships, friendships, real friendships, love lives. You get to see that people dealing with depression, people dealing with that type of stuff. And you get that from all those, from Chasing, the Gemini films, the High Boys in Houston, to On the Rock Houston, you get that. On the way up Atlanta, you get that type of stuff. I agree with that, because I just started watching this show on Now.TV called Deja Vu, and mm-hmm. it, oh my God, it is, it wow. Like, I thought I had seen it all. I thought I was, like, like numb to the shit. But they got 
men on there swinging on trans women, trans, cis yeah, well, women swinging on trans women, kidding. trans women fighting trans women. It is insane. I was like, I've never seen no shit like this in my life. Right. Yeah, and, and it kind of makes them how the America looks at us, how the, you know, the, those people, the people look at us because that's the examples that they put out when they do stuff like that. It's like, oh, this is how they want to do. Let them kill each other. Let them beat the hell out of each other. Why not? It's just they got so much, too many different personalities in their house. And then you got cis women, you got trans women, you have, um, you know, cis men, you have, I, I think I saw trans men on some of them. And all of them, like, mm-hmm. getting into it, fighting, like, physically fighting each other. That's just be off the limits for me. It's like, I'm not, honestly, I wouldn't let a trans person touch my cis sister, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. myself go ahead and fight a trans person, you know. Um, I just feel like if y'all go do that, let the trans fight the trans, the cis fight the cis, and the men fight the men. Like, the, the, don't be having them all up there squabbling with each other and fighting on each other. That's just too much. Y'all doing too much. Over some Yeah, yeah. Days after. Lackluster ass beef at that. Like, the beef be behind a tennis shoe or a corn dog or it be behind some stupid shit. Legit. Like one deja vu, this this trans woman got punched in her face by a whole cis dude for hiding a pair of shoes because her makeup bag went missing. I was like, are we doing this? Right. I saw that clip too. That was the first time I was like, this is too much. Yeah, I saw that clip too, and I was like, oh wow. Like, yeah, that's crazy. And I don't know, but you see, on on those type of shows, to me, it feel like, and I'm not downgrading the show whatsoever but to me it's like everybody is trying to focus on getting there 15 minutes making sure that mm-hmm. i get time frame on you know make sure i get my footage in i'm gonna be seen i'm gonna make sure that they see me and i don't have time for people who try to focus on getting that 15 minutes in because you know you're doing too much it's just it's just doing too much on that show i just think they do too much and everybody is looking for their next 15. All the kids are trying to do their big one nowadays instead of trying to tell their real stories. Exactly. Well, let's get into season three of On the Rise Houston. In your opinion, being that you guys are in the producer chair, y'all are in front of the camera, behind the camera, y'all are in the the full mix. From your perspective, what should we be anticipating in season three that we haven't seen in seasons one and two? Well, I would say the biggest thing about this season is that it's authentic um, all the way across the board. You're going to see friends, best friends fall out. You're going to see people get into strange relationships all around. (laughs) Um, I think you'll see how personal we are taking yeah, I can say the same thing. This season, it, to me, uh, like I said, it was trial and error. It's been trial and error. This season actually makes, I think this is the best season we've done. It makes sense to me. Everything, everybody's story being told, um, their stories being told. You have, like you said, relationships. You have people that weren't friends last season. You see them build a friendship, or have they? I guess we'll wait till the yeah. end to find out. And mm-hmm. you just see all of that type of stuff happen. All right. And I think with this one, I think about this season, the best thing about this season to me, I don't think nobody's going to be expecting this season and how it's going to go. I will tell you this, it, it, it's a roller coaster. 
It goes so many ways. Like, I think last season it was divided. You know, you had this side and that side. This season's like, bitch, everybody for themselves. Yes, I agree. I was the first two seasons, it was the cast divided. But this season, everybody's mingling within each other. Okay. That that definitely sounds like the best season yet because we like, like it, you can only do this side versus this side for so long. And it only gets good when you start seeing the people mix and mingle from the sides and seeing people, you know, it, that's, that sounds very good. I'm living for that. When it comes to your castmates and the dynamics of the cast, how many of your cast members at this moment do you consider actual friends, like, you know, people you would kick it with off camera, real, None you know, genuine people None of them. With? <laughs> None of them. Yeah, I only coexist when the camera's on. Other than that, I have one in a possible. Not one in a pop. Oh wow! This is the worst spades game I've ever seen. <laughs> None of them. Oh my <laughs> god! So we're going board this season. Got it. That bar is going board. Yeah. None of them. I, I just I won't even be lying. I I don't even talk to nobody besides you, Reggie. <laughs> Y'all really barely don't. getting along. Well, goddamn. <laughs> Yeah, it happens. Yeah, so we probably won't be getting along in that at all. But... Yikes! Right? I, I probably so, won't talk to nobody by the end of the season. Well, I, well, I mean that won't be too bad for you since you barely talk to, to the ass now. So that's hard. I just got to face up to the reunion. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna try my best to stay out of comments. I'm gonna try my best to stay off the internet, but it's just, I just have to show up to the reunion. I don't even know if we're gonna have one. Because <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna show up. So, what dynamics do you prefer when it comes to your cast members? Would, would you prefer to actually do reality TV with? with people that you consider to be your friends? Or do you prefer to just show up, clock in, do your job, and get the hell off? I mean, I wouldn't want to just have a forecast with just my friends, because obviously that would never work. Um, like, nobody want to just see people being friends on TV. As much as we might express that in comments and that, honestly, people like drama. So, um, that never work, but I don't mind clocking in and doing my thing to go by. I don't mind being cool. I know how to, you know, be cordial and still be cool with them. But I ain't kissing no ass and I ain't begging for nobody to be my friend. And it's just me. It's like, fuck you. So. Yeah, and for me, I, I I need a little of both. I can use one friend, and then the rest, you know, we figure it out as we go. Okay, but, I can dig that. Yeah. So at this point in the game, y'all have done three seasons. Y'all, you know, really know the ropes. Y'all have got y'all foot in down. Would y'all rather at this point bring a friend on camera, or, or would you rather make a friend on camera? I would rather make a friend on camera because I'm making uh, the friend is being made on camera than losing a friend on camera. Mm. That's what happened with me season one. I lost a whole group of friends after that came out. And so, yeah. I would rather... I wouldn't mind. I mean, if I bring a friend on camera, I would want that friend to be able to stand on their own and to, you know, be able to hold 
hold themselves accountable for anything they do and not a friend who feels like, oh, I did this because of you or that out of this. But if I make a friend on camera, then that's cool too. I'm, I'm, who you I'm shady? Getting... Huh? Who you shady? I mean, that's, <laughs> technically that's what happened. Like I brought, well, I didn't make a friend in. But you brought a friend in that I was already friends with, and that friend really can't hold his own. Like, mm. but y'all will see so, season three on the right season. So, not speaking specifically, I'm more so speaking of like a Natalie Scotty type of thing. Do you like? How do you inspire that person to, you know, step up and like really handle their own? Because I feel like. I don't know how I would bring a friend on camera because I feel like that that attachment level would would like already be too thick. I feel like they would need to be at my side at all times. So like now on this season of Baddies, we see Scotty losing her fucking mind. How do you like? How do you feel like that's gonna go? Well, for me, because I did have a I had a friend on the show. Um, for me, it was. I would want you to stand up on your own, but you would know that. I would want you to know that, of course, I always have your back. I'm always back you. I'm behind you 100%. Um, but I can't be backing nobody who can't back their damn self. Like, if I'm backing you and then you running, or you tiptoeing around, it's like, what the fuck I'm backing you for? Like, I can't back yeah. you and you scared to back your damn self. And for me, I was the, the person that my friend on the show this season, I just would tell them, like, hey, like, you trying to play nice, but they not doing that when you're not around. They not doing that in front of you. So speak up. Mm. And then they don't speak up and you speaking up for them. Now you got yourself into some shit trying to take up for your damn friend. And your friend just sitting right there wanna sit back. I mean that happened last season too. I had a friend on the show who had an issue with someone else on the show. Well, we have to address this issue all the time when this person is not in the room and not around. But when this person is in the room and not around, it's what did I? What happened? How, how did it come? Like, and that just made me just realize. I just sat back and sometimes like, you know what? This is not my issue. I'm not gonna even say nothing about it. I'm not gonna do nothing. It's like, damn, bitch. I wish you would just at least say, yeah, bitch. I said this because of this. Uh, you know, just own it. Uh, stand up. Uh, stand on it. Don't be running. And then when they leave out the room, you got a lot of shit to say. Yeah, that did happen a lot. I think. But this season, we got people so stand on their their pins. Shockingly. And they did. Shockingly. Now, what made it shocking? Was it the the actual people who were standing on their tent, or just the fact of like what they were standing on? Like, what made it shocking for you? Me personally, I feel like anybody that run up on me, you got to be out your mind. <laughs> <laughs> that, and I say a little bit. Um, reason I say a little bit because they do that in that moment, but then. One of us would get a phone call or a message and want to get something clarified off camera. (laughs) Do you allow that to happen? Or are y'all like, no, y'all ran up on camera, so we need to sit down on camera. We'll see you at the Chinese restaurant in three hours. Rigid, yeah, yeah, like you, you still have to have. I, I would allow it, but then you still have to have that conversation. The conversation has to happen. 
on camera. Like if you call me telling me about something, and you're like, oh, but I, I want to sit down and talk to X, Y, and Z. It was a lot of that uh, mm-hmm. this season, and and from the same person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no shade, I'll shade. And, yeah, and I'll be like, oh, I mean that's fine, but you have to sit down and talk to them. Like you telling me, don't tell me, tell them. You tell them. I mean, that's that's definitely. Uh, oh, that baby had that bad bitch out. Tell them. And then ask so the Ah, oh, child. He is so sweet. I love him. I love him. It made me even love him more, honestly. Like, I just, I'm, I'm ready to see what the, what the people would think about him. I'm just ready to see that. Cause I know they gonna think he one bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm dead. I am dead. And they just don't Wait, know. Wait, so does that mean? So, so in you saying that, does that mean like they think that, like we think that he gonna be a bad motherfucker, and, and like we're gonna be rudely awakened, or or are we gonna be like, oh yeah, that's that bitch? I think, I think y'all, y'all gonna, gonna think that bitch. Y'all gonna think he's sweet at first. Right. I'm like, oh, he's so sweet. Well, he's so adorable. Yeah. I think y'all gonna be like, he stand on it. Like, he, he address things. He say what he wanna say. I think y'all gonna think that. But y'all just don't know how much calls and text messaging and behind the scenes of, well, I feel like this and I feel like that. And, I mean, it's expected. Granted, that is expected. Yeah, you and know they gonna feel some support. It's a lot. It's a few of them that come with that same thing. Mm-hmm. Just be like, as producers, it's like we're never off. They get to leave the, the scene and go about their life. Us, we getting calls after. We get we know a call is coming, especially after yeah. a heated scene. We know a call is coming, and it could be something. Another thing, it could be something that we didn't even expect or even put together. Like, okay, this is gonna be a story, you know. That will come up. Somebody else will say it, and we'll be like, "Damn, they talking about this," and one of us will get blamed for this being a conversation when we didn't have no idea that this person was about to say this, do this, or we just lost as you, and we'll get blamed. Or I feel like that or that or this, or I feel like that, and they'll be like, "I ain't not about to say this or do that." And I think you'll be able to tell the audience will be able to tell the moment when we didn't see it come because it showed all, all of our faces. Right. Like, I, I was just about to say, I'll be watching y'all faces all season. <laughs> <laughs> I be clueless. Like, I really be clueless about a lot of things. But a lot of things we don't. Like, okay, we'll bring, we'll set up the scene. When I say set up the scene, like, where we go on location-wise and that is. But what we don't do is tell them what to say or what to talk about. It'd be regular conversation. We always tell them what you say. Like when they get mad, what you decided to say, you said it. You have a mouth. You chose to say that. We didn't make you say that. Right. We We don't tell you what to say. We don't have a script whatsoever. We don't tell you what to say at all. Now, we might put you in a room with a person that you might not like. That's true. Yeah, we're definitely going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) that's true I mean but we didn't we don't tell y'all what to say we don't even tell y'all to interact with each other me personally I tell if they talk to me I'll be like well to me personally I'd just rather for you to show up and not show up at all you don't have to interact with this person you don't have to say two words if you don't want to we can't force you to talk but if you start interacting with them and talking and then y'all conversation go left don't blame that on me 
That's fair. Thank you. What are you it's guys nice looking? It's nice to hear that. By uh, right, I, I live for that because it's like at the end of the day, the the authenticity has to be real. It's like you know. And when you say authenticity, it's authenticity within the reality TV space. Because we all know that in real life, if you don't fuck with somebody, you ain't showing up to brunch with them. You ain't going to the park doing a walk. You ain't scheduling no sit down at no restaurant to have no conversation. You just ain't gonna fuck with them. If it was that show, I wouldn't be in the room with none of them. Right. But in the context of, uh, uh, of the show, if that was real life, the show would be one episode and it would be over. Exactly. No reunion part. Yep. And some of these babies don't get that part. That's why we come off as messy. They don't get that part. But it's like at the end of the day, y'all are helping everybody get the most camera time possible, even though they might not enjoy being on camera all the time. All right. Uh, they don't enjoy being on camera when it's a bad thing or they, when they know, like, then room with somebody they know that something is about to be addressed they don't want to be on camera at that moment but if everything is all good and kihi and just laughing they they don't mind being on the camera like okay let's have a good time but if something's about to be addressed then we have, we have a few that just refuse to address certain situations which i'm okay with it just show up don't be all oh, no, i'm not coming because that that you signed up to do this you already know what it was and I've had to lie sometimes and tell somebody, oh, it's just going to be you and such and such, and then bring, add another person. Nah. Oh, they just showed up. Yeah. They were in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I do it the way, I'm just not telling you who's showing up. I just tell you where to be and what time. But I'm not, I'm, <laughs> It's like we all go to the same chicken spot. Calm down. Yeah. But I mean, you eventually so, have to address that. Talk about it, so. I love that. So, what are you guys looking most forward to airing this season? Like, like it, like, like, is there a specific situation, conflict, an episode that y'all are like? I can't wait till y'all see this. Okay, so I want to clarify something with that. So, at the beginning of the season, before the season actually filmed and started, I quit. <laughs> So when I come back, <laughs> really, we were we were beating yeah, like the hate mm-hmm. was there. The hate was there. I quit. I went to go start doing my own little thing. Where um, a couple of us quit, some of us came back. Um, I went to start doing my own little thing. Then that didn't work, uh, and I came oh, back over here. No, it didn't work. It didn't work, and I would have to say that, but I'll. I should have never left in the first place. Thank and, you. Uh, I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> it didn't work. I was the only creative mind over there when we left to go do our own thing. And it just wasn't working with me. That's like, okay, let me go back over here where I know somebody else can think and use their brain, which I'm talking about Reggie. Uh, oh, thank you. So I can't <laughs> and y'all will get to see how they come back. <laughs> you, you can see how they come to play and with me coming back um i do feel like a lot of the girls was mad that i was able to come a lot of girls be mad that i'm able to quit and come back as often as i quit and come back um so a lot of girls was mad that i quit and come back um and i came back 
because they was really ready to give us the business without us being on camera this season, I feel like. And then you walk in 10 minutes later, hey! When you uh, see yeah. that walk in, my God. Yeah, I walked in and it was like, uh, okay. I feel like this new, I feel like I had nothing to do with casting of this new cast because I quit. Um, but when I feel like we walked in, I, I feel like, okay, they gave them a heads up about us, uh, wanted them not to like us. And I was okay with that because you, I can stand on mine. You come for me, I'm gonna come for you. Um, but I, I don't, you know, I felt they that didn't they, y'all was coming. they didn't know we was coming back then, but they I do feel like but yeah, conversations we yeah. had about last season. So they haven't had like a taste in their mouth about us. I have to give them something. Yeah. <laughs> you can give them the whole damn play. You know, I didn't give a damn. But I feel like once they got to really kind of know us, people started to change and a lot of the, a lot of the dynamics started to change. Like, y'all will see. Y'all have to wait to see I ain't giving that away. Surprised <laughs> somebody I actually we cool. We, we we actually got along. For a little bit, for the most part. For now. For a little bit. For now. That's what we were saying for now. I mean we was able to co I would say this, we was able to coexist. I don't think we really still like each other. I think it's like a hey bitch, yeah, hey, da 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 but it's we able to coexist with each other. I can see that. So, so how, how about you, Reggie? What are you most excited to, to see here at this event? This is Oh my God. I'm cringing from the very first episode. I'm cringing. I already know how people gonna look at me. I've already put it in my head. Um, yeah. Reginald so Duane and the season. Rich ain't show no growth. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think I went backwards. So you go back and look at last oh season, Rich ain't ever show no growth. I think I got worse. So the billionaire has continued. <laughs> yeah, I think this season I came in with the... Uh, I, ain't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, this is what it is. I had to keep reminding myself to stop giving a fuck. And then when I stopped giving a fuck, I made magic. Unfortunately, oh, it may not be magic in other people's eyes. <laughs> you know? 9 p.m. Eastern on the Rise Reality YouTube channel, Season 3. <laughs> Two nights. <laughs> if you guys could choose a rose and a thorn of the season without so for me, I'll go first. The best part was me like losing. We went through hell. We production, we lost production. The people we, I was we lost say our film too. crew. We lost our film crew. We had to go purchase our own cameras and get things done. Uh, other than what we were used to doing, with paying a camera crew and having them film it. But because we wanted to, to make sense this year, we wanted right. to go ahead and you know do what we had to do to make it make sense so i feel like we the best part is that we learned more and we able to be a one-man shop now a two-man shop now what we do mm-hmm. um 
that for me is I thought I was going in on a positive note with a new positive attitude. So you thought? Yeah, I thought. <laughs> what you thought? <laughs> what you thought? They they showed me. Yeah. For me, I would I say. The, I would say for me, um, I was gonna say the same thing. Like you said, Reggie, production wise, I feel like that was the best part because we got a chance. You know, like he was saying, it's trial and error. We had a chance to really learn a lot of the things that we just usually pay a company to do. Like, okay, we just pay them to do this. Not only did it save us money, um, but we was able to get a lot done that we would probably would have never gotten done if we was using like, you know, someone else. Um, but that goes back to what I was saying about the passion for it, because we both have a passion for this and we like doing this. It's giving us a learning experience and we'll be able to learn more about production on the back side of things, like camera, operating the camera and, uh, you know, just doing things and putting, putting things together for the most part. The thorn part, I would say, um, I gave too much of my real reality on this show, especially towards the end. Um, I, I, the end part, yeah, that's a thorn for me because without saying too much, today it's just that's a, I that's gonna be, a, it's gonna be hard for me to actually watch the end of this show. It was hard for me to watch when I was there. Yeah, it's going to be hard for me to watch because that's. There's nothing fake about that. That was real, real, real. And yeah. it's going to be hard for me to watch it. It's like hard to try to like, you know, digest it and understand it. Because sometimes I'll be thinking to myself like, damn, did I have to do that? Did we have to go that way? Did we, you know, it's like, hmm, did we have to put that? But at the end of the day, I don't regret it. Because I do still feel the same way I feel. But that was just about, I would say, that was real reality. Oh, shit. Okay. So, if you had to make a guess, who has the most to answer for at the reunion, or who do you think is going to be the most likely not to show up? The most likely <laughs> not to show up is the one you're barely going to see. And the most have the ones to answer. I think we both have the same. I think we both think the same way about that. I think it's going to be Jada. <laughs> yeah. Um, not going to show up to the reunion would probably be Sean. The one you list. You see. He didn't show up last year. <laughs> oh, damn. He, he came back. Yeah. He barely even showed barely. up this year. He barely showed up. That's one of the girls who like don't want to face the music. We right. Yeah, we music. give away too much. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, 9 p.m. children. And, um, <laughs> um, after four, it would definitely be Jonah. But I do, I will say this. I'll be fair. I feel like a lot of us is going to get. I think it's going to be a mid-C reunion this time around. Because I'm not really, I'll be honest, I argued with everybody on this cast this season. I haven't had some type of argument, whether it was on the internet, on camera, off camera. I just had some type of altercation with everybody on this. So I will have a lot of, you know, questions to answer for too, probably. But 
Jaden's definitely gonna get it though. Jaden is definitely gonna. <laughs> Jaden's gonna. Hey Jaden, hey bro. <laughs> yeah, but one thing about Jaden, I can say Jaden shows up to work. When he right. Shows up, when he shows not up, that now. I respect that. Yeah. He's he would not bad now. He gonna stand with it, and if he said, if he if he don't remember, he said he's like, oh well, if I said it, I said it. And that's one thing you have to respect about Jaden because that's one thing I respect about him. He is not going to bat down, and he's going to stand on what he said. Mm-hmm. He's well with certain people. Oh. Catch that shot. Oh hell. <laughs> 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 okay. So, you guys are three seasons in. Y'all have this down pat now. Y'all really know what y'all doing. What has reality television taught you about people? Don't they say? (laughs) (laughs) They say you feel they be lying. Dead as fuck. (laughs) That was a unanimous answer. They say don't trust them. They lying. No. <laughs> it's just like Instagram. It's um, is you know how people put off on Instagram, make their life seem more than what it really is, or a lot of people like to do that on reality TV too. Mm-hmm. They only want to show their highlight reel on camera. Yeah, they don't want to show. If, even if it's a highlight reel, is it really real? That's the thing about it. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. I ain't gonna dive into that. I'm gonna just watch. Then I'm gonna bring y'all back toward the end of the season and we're gonna get really into it. Where's the questions? Is it really real? Like, a lot of girls, oh, let me shut up. We just watch Because <laughs> Trap is so close to naming names right now. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I ain't gonna put no names on it. I ain't gonna put no names hey, on it. I ain't gonna put no names on it. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I'm inviting y'all back. Trust me, we getting into it. I would love to come back and then put some names on there and really get into it. <laughs> yeah, because to prepare for this show, because to prepare, I started binge watching season one, so I'm like, okay. Okay. Season one. Yeah. Oh, you have to excuse us for season one. There was definitely, definitely, definitely trial and error. I was doing trial and error, but you see how I lost those claims in season one in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, we're, we're going to see how this goes. So, so by the time y'all come back, I will have seen all three seasons by then, and I'm going to have a lot more in-depth questions with names attached. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's how absolutely. Yeah. Now, what have you guys learned about yourselves from doing reality TV these three years? I learned that I'm a likable person for some reason. You said you what? Not a likable person to these people for some reason. You didn't know that? Well, I do. I am a likable person. That's just what you know. Your people that you like to have in the comments say. Uh, all right, somebody made it from the session from coming to the couch. Okay. No, um, what I really learned about myself is that I just I give too much like energy, and I be trying to like calm it down. But at the same time, that's just me. I feel like this is me on and off camera, whether the camera is on or off. 
I'm the same exact way. It is. And for me, I learned that I'm a people pleaser and I hate it. He really I try is. To, I try to please people and then I get frustrated and overwhelmed. He really is. I would say this Reggie take a lot. Reggie take more than I do. That's why they call Reggie and not me. Because he takes a lot. A lot. And sometimes I be mad for Reggie. And I get mad at Reggie. And I be like, bitch, why you? But he take a lot. I would really say that. You are people's people pleaser. You try your best to please everybody. And make everybody happy. And at the same time, you be messy with it, though, ho. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so would you say that Reggie, you play the good cop, and Trav, you you play the bad cop when it comes to the cast calling y'all? I think I'm like I don't wear no mask with them. Like I'm the cop that you know I'm the bad cop. Reggie, a good cop, but when he leaves, he take the mask off and become the bad cop. Yeah, because I'm one of them people. I'm gonna tell you what you want to hear so you can just leave me alone. You see me, and I'm not. They forget that we have lives outside of here. That makes perfect sense. And then on top of that, y'all have lives outside of this, but then a lot of your lives is this, whereas they leave. They leave the scene going on about their lives, but you also have to deal with everything around the actual scene as well. Mm-hmm. And then you got to deal with them individually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I feel like they don't understand is that with us being producers and cast members, we are trying to, you know, not only put out our, put out our stories, our personal stories about us as a cast member, but we're still focusing on your story too. Yeah, and, and I don't think they understand that. We sitting in front of the camera. We got somebody else, other people holding the camera. But at the same time, we're still directing while we're in the scene. Right. We're the camera people that, making sure they... <laughs> That's the hardest part. Really trying to be on that camera and at the same part. time. It'd be the hardest part. Or trying to make sure conversations flow. Because they I know something about to come up and everybody will get quiet. Or not want to talk about stuff no more. And they have to take me. That's why I, my messy ass. To bring it up. So, see what had happened was. <laughs> you right. See, no, that, that, you said that in a nice way. He don't do it nice. I don't. I don't do no cool happy ones. I, 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 I'm straightforward. So, are we talking about this or are we going to put this on the table? Um, it's so dated. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you sit up there and get the key key in and laughing with somebody I know five minutes ago, you just go there talking shit about it. I'm gonna come over there and kick in and laugh with you and be like, oh, bitch, this strange. I ain't know you like her. Where y'all get cold? Right. I'm asking. You like this? Like, I asked somebody, I heard people be coming in. And my favorite thing is, I heard. Because I did hear it. So you go hear me say, I heard a lot. I heard this. Well, I heard that. It's probably good mm-hmm. I didn't get to my show because that's me all all day long. When y'all get cool? Because I could have sworn. Wait, when this happened? When y'all, Judy? Oh, that's cute for y'all. Hmm. Okay. But then five minutes ago, you were just up over there. Oh yeah, you were so you know. Or on the way here, you were talking hella noise, and 
Right. You were telling someone how much you don't like them when they get that you speaking and on loving terms. I just can't stand that face shit. I mean, I know, I just don't like it. It's just. Because uh, we've had so many scenes where we rap and then I'm walking out and trap will be like, bitch, you so fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I be like, but I get it. Well, you know, I, I, I just, I'm trying to, you know, I'm just trying to get it done. That's very. <laughs> That's my favorite line. I'm just trying to get it done. <laughs> and I be like, bitches are fake, but I get it. And he do have to be faking a lot of aspects. I hate that for him, but he do to get shit done. Because if we both can't be like me, because if we both like me, then one shit get done. That's fair. That is fair. God bless y'all, child. I do that. Well, God, that I ain't gonna say that. But <laughs> if you could leave a stamp on reality TV as an industry. What do you think the on the rise Houston stamp would be? To say um, that we all from come from um none of us have a major, big, major platform. None of us was like well known before this or well established. So I might I like it. But some well established before this. So to see the growth now, a lot of people I feel like, oh we where we at? Like where we at, Reggie, with um subscribers on YouTube? Seven sixty-four. To come from zero with trial and error, I know our first season doesn't make sense whatsoever. We know that. And we didn't uh, buy not one. Right. Our second season, um, you know, we were still working with a somewhat of a company. I ain't, I ain't gonna say that they just lowballed us all the way, but it was just like a it was a money grab type of situation where you want us to pay all this money, but we're not getting what we expected out of it. You know, um, then for us to come in now and to really, really just take the ropes ourselves and do this by ourselves, for people to still like it and love it. And even when I'm out and about, like people I don't know, if I hear them say Trap Carter, I know where they get that from. It's only on, on the Rise Houston. And people are like, oh, I like your show. I saw you on the show, you know, to get that. It, for me, it's just, it, it fears me up and it keeps me going. It makes me want to do this even more. So I do see us being up there with Jason, Gemini fans, but we're just starting. I still feel like we had our beginning point. We haven't hit our peak yet, but we will hit that peak. And I know for a fact, like, I'm thankful for people like you allowing us this opportunity to come on, you know, here and talk about our show. And we've reached out to other people too that just annoy us. But it's okay. Because yeah, I know I that like we're, and we're thriving. We're the underdogs. We're the ones that nobody seen coming. We're the ones that they didn't want to believe in. We the ones that they don't they didn't expect to still be here. But we're still going. And we're not doing it for competition. We're doing it because this is we we, we like it. We, we have a passion for it and we enjoy it. And to see the people like Trap State people come up and, you know, say stuff about the show, he handles that very well. I, on the other hand, my anxiety flares up so fast and I move. I just and I run because I have really bad anxiety. I like it. It, it should hit once my heart. Scared, it scares me. Another thing I want to say, Houston have tried many and many of web reality series. I'm going to say, it's not yeah. sure. It's, it's fact. 
It's a shady bag. Nobody have completed or made it to where we have made it yet. Nobody have did multiple seasons. Nobody have done multiple cast members. They have tried and never completed. But we have pushed through. Not once, not twice, but for a third season. And there will be a fourth season. So they can say whatever they want to say. And they can say about who know them or what out of that. But guess what? We're we the only ones still thriving and still going. I don't see no other show in Houston. Mainstream, YouTube, you know, syndicated network. I don't see not one other show in Houston that's still thriving. Yeah. And we coming from, uh, we started our own YouTube channel. We didn't go under somebody else that was already established. We started our own and that's not shade. I know some people might take that as shade, but it's definitely not shade because I'm not in competition with nobody that want to do this. And we cheer for everybody, literally. We watch all their shows. We cheer for them. We like, we cheer for them. It's enough room for everybody. It really is. Especially in Houston, since ain't nobody else there. But I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, because as somebody who I've literally seen. Nearly every single web reality show at this point, and I've talked to somebody from almost every single web reality show on this podcast at this point. Mm-hmm. So I can confirm that there is not another, if not many, like Houston web reality shows, mainstream reality shows. It just, for some reason, it, it just doesn't happen in Houston like that. And I don't know why, yeah. but it doesn't. Well, you know, love <laughs> if I tried Houston, it didn't work. Everybody that tried Houston, Marathon that tried Houston, um, they, a lot of people that have tried Houston, it doesn't work. It just never works out. Fair enough. Now, as the web reality show, as the reality show in Houston, being that your show is specifically titled and based in a specific city was that intentional do you guys have plans on franchising out to different cities in the future yes well that's my plans i mean we talked about that uh before yeah. like franchising through other cities and things um so the name of the it's on the rise reality but it's based you know it came up to on the rise houston because we're in houston but it will be other on the rise hopefully but we got to get this one. This is our baby. We got to get this one where it needs to be first before we start branching off into other cities because with with that comes, uh, you know, other people um, getting involved in the production scene of it. And we just have to make sure that people are passionate about it and willing to, you know, understand that this is something starting off so small that we're not a VH1 company. We're not, you know, we're not on Bravo. We don't have their yeah. budgets. Don't we come in here thinking that. that. Don't come in here thinking that you're about to get some VH1 type quality around here. I mean, we would love to achieve that goal, but don't come in here thinking that I'm day one that that's what's about to happen. And that's the reason why, you know, first we got to work on on the rise east, and then we'll eventually branch off. I mean, we discussed uh, other cities before. Would you like to share what cities you had in mind, or do you want to keep that to the vest just in case you work on it now and you don't want to tell us your shit? We'll keep it to ourselves right for now. I was about to ask you. Yeah. I don't want nobody to But we are open-minded. I mean, I will say that. 
we are open-minded about, you know, if so people have ideas and y'all hear this and y'all would like to, okay, we think I own the rise of working our city. Reach out to us. We would love for that. Reach out to us. Trust me, we don't mind collabing. We are open to collabing with people. That. Okay. Now, with the experience that you guys have gained, both as producers and as reality television stars, what would be a piece of advice that you guys would give to somebody walking into their first scene of reality television? Own it. Be authentic. Own it. Be yourself. Don't go in there trying to. Don't go in there trying to have an ego or you know feel like you're in the room because you really never know how. Things yeah. might resonate with other people. You might feel like you did your big one on camera, then it shows, and them comments go eat your ass up. In the words of Candy B. Burris, always tell the truth because they can't always tell the truth. Telling the truth. You got to remember yeah. a lot, but you're going to automatically yeah. remember the truth. And just be cautious that the camera, probably, I don't know how other people do it, but I know with us, that camera is always rolling. Mm-hmm. And I so, love people think. If they see the camera going down, they get to talking and thinking. I'm like, these fools don't even realize they still got these mics on. Right, they still got these mics on. Uh, we take a break. We do. I, I won't, we do take break in the middle of filming sometimes, like to reach us, uh, you know, readjust and get that down, especially if it get heated. Uh, we have to take a break. But even when we take that break, them mics are still on. Them cameras are still going. This just might be edited out. If you don't say nothing, but. If you say something, then it's getting picked. <laughs> so it's like, just be mindful that the mics are still going and the cameras are always on. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, getting ready to close up here, since I told you guys hostage for almost an hour and a half. <clears throat> it doesn't even feel like it. Right, don't. And I'm looking at the time right now, like, damn, this has been like an hour and a half. I love it. Well, good. Mission accomplished. Um, is there anything that you would like to share with me and the listeners that we didn't get a chance to cover during the conversation today? So I would say this, because I know I've been talking shit. Um, I do appreciate no. People, I, I, I'm a shit talker, y'all. Y'all will understand that. I, I talk my shit, but I feel like I can back it up, so I don't feel I know. I can back it up. But I do appreciate every cast member that did this season. I do, I really do appreciate them because without them, we won't have a show. Um, I do somewhat have a love for them, um, respect, and I just want to, I hope y'all enjoy anything that's not in contest. We will try our best to like clear up for y'all um, reunion wise. We are doing after shows, right, Reggie? Yeah. It will be an after show tonight, right after the episode airs on Otherwise Reality Instagram. So I have a lot of things that's not cleared up. And another thing I want to say, Reggie, I hope you don't get mad at me by putting this out there. Be patient with us. us. Because this is our first time doing this solely alone without somebody with experience. We just went based off the things that we have from our last two you know, seasons. But this is our first time doing this solely alone, so be patient with us, please. Trust me, it's a lot. It gets better every season, so just be patient with us. That's all I ask. I've never heard you sound so genuine. Well, fuck you. I'm crazy. 
<laughs> um, for me, the same thing. I like the cast. I appreciate them completely um, due to the fact that they didn't have to do this. They didn't have to agree to this. They didn't have to show up and participate. And they did. And when they did show up, they showed up. So, they did. Um, yeah. And that's very much so appreciated, even though they may not feel like they be appreciated well. So, may not feel like they appreciate it because you want me to baby you, but whatever. I still just said too much because I was trying to be nice and then it changed and then, okay. But that's all I got. And we appreciate the viewers. Thank you so much for like rocking yeah. with us this whole time and waiting for us because it took forever to film this season because we were going through so much in the time frame and people were still messaging where y'all at. We're waiting for y'all. And then as soon as we dropped the trailer, the views went up and everybody was everybody's waiting so I'm excited to see I'm, I'm nervous to see what they say tonight because they're probably not going to like me however I'm excited well I'm not nervous I don't think I made the first I don't think I made cut um, for this first episode so I'm not nervous about this first one <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it oh my god that's funny okay so before we close completely out, let everybody know where can they find you guys? Where can they find the show, the cast, all the things that you want want to promote? You, both of you guys, this music, all the things of the things. Because we gotta come, come come back so you guys can can talk music too. By the way. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, for me, you can find me on Instagram. All my handles are under Trap Party. That's T-R-A-P-K-A-R-T-E-R. Um, my links are in my bio to my Facebook as well as my um, music streams. You can go listen to that there. Um, for the On The Rise Houston. And those girls, I let Richard talk about them because they don't like me too much. So I ain't promoting. Oh, wow. I was <laughs> Um, for me, you can find me on Instagram um, under Give Them Reggie. You can find me on TikTok on Blame It On Reggie because it all gets blamed on me anyway. Um, you can also um, find the show on YouTube under On The Rise Houston or On The Rise Reality. Um, you'll find the first two seasons and tonight you'll be able to find the start of the third season. And you can go to, um, well, during while you're watching the show, let's do that. While you're watching the show, you will be able to locate everybody else because their tags show up as they do their scenes in their profession. Yes, absolutely. And I'm going to tag the link to the YouTube channel in the description of, uh, of the episode and it'll be in my Instagram story as well. So if y'all can't find them, whatever the case may be, if, if you know, hell freezes over, y'all will be able to find it on my page. Y'all know where to go. Thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity as well. Thank you Thank so much. You Thank you guys, because I am just coming back to, to the podcast and I had to take a longer break than I expected. Life was life in, so I get what, what, what you guys mean about this season taking a long time to film. It took me a long time to get back to this show. So I'm glad that people still want to come on and talk to me. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank, thank you. you. We really appreciate this opportunity. Of course. Thank you guys so much. 
all the people in all the 30 countries that hear this show, the 40-something states that unplay this, make sure y'all all go tune in, all go follow, all subscribe, leave comments, positive or negative. They like them both. Get y'all life. Okay? Yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now you can keep it. we can take it. We can take it. Tell us the truth. Yes, they are big boys, honey. They got this. Trust me. Y'all heard this conversation today. Now, on that note, that has been our show, folks. I know, I know. Y'all, we could sit and talk to them forever, but we got to let them go be great. They have to get ready for the show tonight, get their drinks and their stuff together so they, they can be calm and prepared for things. And y'all got to go binge watch most of season two so y'all know what to walk into. So, I appreciate one of you guys for tuning in to help me to, to facilitate these conversations. Once again, make sure you guys go to On The Rise Reality on YouTube, 9 p.m. tonight, season three, episode one will be airing. And I wanna extend an extra, extra special thank you to Reginald Dwayne and for Trap Carter for blessing the pod today. Make sure you guys come back, cause I, because y'all gotta come back and talk music. Then y'all gotta come, come talk about the rest of the season, cause I, I already know it's gonna be good. I already know. Hey, Jaden. Hey, girl. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here again. I cannot wait to talk to you again soon. Come back anytime. And with that being said, I wanna remind all of you guys out there to be real stay in reality and always always bring the realness ah, this has been real reality realness i'm brian k james and until next time i'll see you guys later peace What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.